I claim this planet in the name of the Earth. Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. No, that's a real thing. Yeah, it had a, a UCF basketball player playing it. And I was like, yep. Nope. Yeah, that's that's the cool, like the, the basketball players play in that record. That's the coolest thing. They're technically not supposed to do that, but this one's like graduated pretty much. So. Oh, I didn't know they weren't supposed to. I used to see them there all the time. That's the thing. They weren't supposed. <laughs> They're not supposed to do that. I remember when Marcus Jordan was there. He used to play on that court all the time. Or slash play on that court slash I mean, pick hit pick up on chicks. I mean, they're they're not supposed they're not supposed to entirely like the ones that I played with weren't supposed to be there. Right. And it was kind of funny because like it was like right after they had lost a game, and I remember thinking like, the day after losing a game, you're playing pickup. All right, then. You know who might be picked up this off season? Huh? You know who might be picked up this off season? Who? Kevin Durant. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Segway star of the series. Kevin Durant, Thunder Mavericks. Last game of Sunday, right? Yeah. 9.30 p.m. start on Saturday. You said Sunday again. Why do I keep doing that? (laughs) Days of the week are really hard. I'm going to write this shit down. All right. (laughs) It's Saturday, Wes. Saturday. Um, No, this is going to be really bad when we're on the Sunday games. You keep calling them Saturday. The people are going to be very confused. (laughs) What day is it? Um, Start a series. Where did Wednesday come from? Thunder Mavericks, Tuesday, March 14th. (laughs) Star of the series is Kevin Durant. Easily. Well, actually, maybe Russell Westbrook. Not easily. Russell Westbrook's got a case to make. Yeah, maybe Russell Westbrook, so I'd take that back. Not easily. I want to see... I don't know. I kind of went back and forth of... so, So the way I tried to keep doing this category in my head is the game's happening. It's in front of me. It's on television. Who am I watching? And I just, I keep wanting to be watching Durant. Westbrook has a way of commanding your attention. He's got like a stage presence about him. But no, I, Westbrook doesn't command your attention. Westbrook like just, he just does something and you have to pay attention. He takes your face and turns it towards him. <laughs> with his bare hands. He's um, just a giant explosion that is impossible to not watch. It's, it's. Like watching, like watching a Thunder game is like just like passing by like a, a car accident. You just have to look at Russell Westbrook, like just the damage that he's causing. It's amazing. He just slams into defenses and just causes havoc. That all said, he's the angriest dunker in the NBA. I really think he's going to be like the first guy under six ten to break a rim. Has anyone done that since Shaq? Did Howard ever do it? Dwight? Like, peak Dwight? No, he broke the shot clock once. He broke the shot clock. I knew I was thinking something. Like, the shot clock fell off, right? No, I don't think I don't think it fell off. I think he just, like, slammed the ball so hard that it, like, turned off. Uh, you Griffin? talk. I'm going to look that I'm gonna look that up. Has Blake Griffin done that? Uh, I don't think so. That's a good question. Oh, no, he did knock it down. In the, in the playoffs, no less. Like, yeah, I thought I remember him knocking it over. I forgot about that. One time he dunked so hard that like it turned off. He caused electricity to stop working? <laughs> or something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But Thunder Mavericks. 
Let's talk about that. Well, you know how, how I can transition this back. Oh, do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of the magic, remember when Billy Donovan almost coached the magic? Oh, good segue. It's a little <laughs> remix segue. Yes, I remember that, and then he didn't. That was so weird. That was really strange. Now he's coaching the Thunder, and we're and we're all kind of like, eh. <laughs> like we're like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually not do this. I'm gonna coach a team that doesn't exist right now in a few years. Thank you very much. Um, I get, we might as well just talk about the coaches then. We're gonna skip right to the Coachella segment. Can Carlisle get the best of Donovan? And I think he will easily. Yeah, like. Th- Carlisle's far and away the better coach there. Okay, so, all right. The way I look at the the Thunder are going to win the series. But I think, like, a cool little minor storyline in this is Carlisle, like, making each... I don't see the, the Mavericks winning more than one game in this series. But I think each game is going to be pretty competitive. Just because of the way Carlisle coaches versus the way that Billy Donovan, frankly, manages the game right now. I think Billy Donovan's thing is that he can't break out as a coach because he tried to do that early in the year. Just it wasn't working great. So he kind of had to go back to old things that like he knew that like they know work like Durant, Westbrook, isolations take the majority of the shots with like everyone else kind of like sprinkling in and helping yeah. out around. And the thing I like that Donovan did is he's like, no, this is like Westbrook's going to run the offense. He's going to just, he's going to have the high usage rating. Durant's going to be like the uber efficient scoring guy that does all the other things like that. He does. And, well. and that's what they're both really amazingly good at. Yes. Um, but it's going to be an interesting thing just to see how competitive Carlisle makes this thing. Um, oh, he's going to make it incredibly competitive. He's just, he's a great, great coach. Fantastic. And he's not, really, when we talk about coach of the year, if the Mavericks had, if the Mavericks, you know, were another seed up from where they're at right now, he's in the conversation. Right? For coach of the year? Yeah. Oh, I think he should already be in the conversation. I mean, it's funny that he's not, but I agree. Uh, sniffing glue. There's, there's just a lot of good coaches this year. Sniffing glue. Uh, Zaza Pachulia. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I think he's kind of like the factor to how good the Mavericks are going to be this series because hmm. just he's a great rim protector. He can probably cause some issues for Westbrook getting to the rim. I mean, he's never going. He's not going to full out stop him, but he can at least like kind of force mid range jump shots. Yeah, I've got also also him and him and Stephen Adams might get in a fight. Oh, low key, that's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> My sniffing glue guy is Wesley Matthews. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I think if you go down the rosters, just in general, that's the one spot that the Mavericks have the advantage over. And just like side note, how good would Wesley Matthews be on the Thunder? Like, wouldn't he be perfect for them? Well, I don't know. We keep. I feel like it's kind of a problem that we keep saying, "Oh, look at this player that would be perfect for the Thunder," and it's always a shooting guard. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like Wesley Matthews is the one. That one matchup that the Thunder that the Mavericks are gonna beat the Thunder in is that that two guard spot. So I like Matthews as somebody that not only is going to outscore and outplay the opposing two guard, but then leverage that advantage and try to tilt that into Dallas's favor. And I think that's something Carlisle's gonna play on. I don't know how, because I'm not Rick Carlisle, 
but I think he's going to try to tilt that to his favor. Is that that little mismatch? Especially when Dion Waiters is guarding him. I mean, Matthews against Waiters in the post is going to be brutal. Jeez, they have to. Re- Waiters is going to bite. They have to rely on Dion Waiters, and as much as I like him, Randy Foy and uh, Andre Roberson. Andre Roberson, who's fine, but one-dimensional. Just... Right. I mean, he's got... We saw it in the playoffs. I mean, people help off of him. People don't pay attention to him. They shouldn't. All right. Major key. I mean, can the Thunder actually defend? Yeah, that's what I have. Defense. I mean, th- this might actually be a really entertaining series because, A, Rick Carlisle is going to coach it to be competitive, and, B, the final score is going to be, like, 120 to 118. Like every it's game. so frustrating for me how... Like, I've wanted to buy into the Thunder all year because they have Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, but they their defense all year has just at the end of game and their execution at the end of games it drives me insane. Yeah, and like it's not even the whole like oh they hear ball at the end of games like they just don't play well at the end of games. No, like, it's play- not one thing. It's just that they just fall apart. Right, like everyone's issue with Scott Brooks like oh they don't run plays. It's like well. At least under Scott Brooks, they looked like they knew what they were doing. Under yeah. Donovan, just like they get to these close end of game situations and they look lost. That's a good key to the the key in on is because how do the Mavericks take advantage of that? Because they're a veteran squad. Like Matthews is a veteran. Dirk, you know, Dirk knows how to win games. Like you wonder if they're able to steal a game off of a Thunder breakdown. Um, all right, off ball. I'm going to take this one. I'm going to run with it. You ready for this? It's going to blow your mind. Go for it. All right. I know Chandler Parsons is injured. I know that he's not getting frosted tips. You're the only one sad about that. (laughs) But Chandler Parsons is a good recruiter. Oh, my God. Chandler Parsons is the Mavericks recruiter. Chandler Parsons, I guarantee you, We'll be chatting with Kevin Durant. Is, is all he I'm speak saying. With him? Mark Cuban has had a conversation. Answer I answer my like, question, Wes. Is he going to sleep with him? If that's what it takes, that's what Chandler Parsons is going to Chandler, do. Chandler Parsons is a very good-looking man. He is a very good-looking man, and Kevin Durant will not say no. And all I'm saying <laughs> is that I have it on record that Mark Cuban told Chandler Parsons, I'm totally making this up, to, with all of your might and whatever it takes. Your job is to recruit Durant to the Mavericks. That's what's going to be happening. We are going to get... The only thing that I'm rooting for this entire series, other than 140 to 135 final score, is a Woj Bomb article about Chandler Parsons spotted at nightclub with Kevin Durant. Pieces of paper were involved. That's all I want. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going to be happening this whole series. This whole series is a sham for Parsons to sleep with and recruit Kevin Durant. All right. I don't even have an answer. We're just... <laughs> we're the podcast. Yeah, we're just going to go with that. All right. Prediction. Prediction? Um, yeah. I'm actually going to... I've been thinking about this. Like, I keep waffling back and forth. I'm going to go Thunder in seven. Seven? Seven. I think it's going to go really, really long. Dude. I've had so many issues with the Thunder all season. Mm-hmm. Carlisle's such a good coach. Carlisle took a worse roster against a better team, seven, against the Spurs a few years ago. Like, I, think if, just, 
I think this is going to go seven, at least six. All right. I think the way that the Thunder are playing now, I wouldn't even say that's out of the question. I'd probably go. I would probably go with six, right? But right, like I was. The reason I've been waffling is because I'm not sure if I should go with six or seven. No, I feel you. Here's the thing: the way that they're playing, I'm totally with you. The Thunder should be able to win this series with just one of Russell Westbrook and Durant, right? The both individually, those players are good enough to win this series for them. Like, if that other player just didn't exist and they had to go out, they had to go at it without one of them. They should still win the series, right? So my thoughts is, and I know that, I know that this has been a thing with, with the Thunder, is do you stagger their minutes? Because the only way the Mavericks are able to make runs in this game is when Durant and Westbrook are, in those first three quarters, off the floor. And, those, and the bench can take it to the Thunder's bench and, and win that out. And then the fourth quarter, the Thunder will break down, and then you just win the game that way. But if Billy Donovan decides to stagger those minutes and make sure one of them is on the court at all times, then you're basically winning the series with one of those players, and the Mavericks don't have an opportunity to take advantage of your bench. That's that's what I think. I don't see Billy Donovan doing that to an extent, uh, to a major extent, anything more drastic than what he's done in the regular season. So I agree. I think it goes six. I won't go as far as seven, but I wish I had the balls that you have to say seven, but I don't. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I, I, if I'm waffling on it that much, just go on. I'm just going seven. The chips are in. I'm going to go with six. Thunder and six. All right. Next, we'll do, we'll do Cavaliers and Pistons. <laughs> 